1: Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, Saturday, March the 12th. Ian Cameron, our weekend warrior from Latvia, with us as always on weekends. And we've got a special guest joining us as well. You'll remember him. He was on the BetCast, one of our previous BetCasts a few weeks ago. We've got Scott G. joining us. You can follow him on Twitter. Please do. Let's get his follower numbers up uh, on Twitter, at HockeyProps. Uh, Scott G uh, joining us. Uh, Scott, we'll start with you. A special guest helping us uh, cap and preview and analyze this huge ten-game card on this Saturday. Uh, welcome to the show, and glad you can join us.
0: Hey, thanks a lot, Ian. Uh, Got to start somewhere, right? Uh, so, just a big, a big fan uh, jumping in. Uh, it's a big,
1: big card tonight. Let's get right to it. Yeah, absolutely, Vito. How are things with you? Uh,
2: ready for a big Saturday? Yeah, of course. <clears throat> I mean, some. Pretty bad luck on some small plays, like, for example, Oilers. I uh, had line and puck line against Caps. And the last call, I mean, refs don't call Ovi penalties. You know, it's Ovi. So, uh, yeah, but some bad beats lately. But, yeah, ready for Saturday, as everyone else, I guess.
1: Yeah, we sure are. and We've got a huge Saturday slate. We thank everyone, of course, for joining us live on uh, YouTube. Uh, make sure you hit the Like button. But we have a big Saturday slate. We've got uh, 10 games. And we start with a game that's about to uh, begin in about – uh, 20 minutes from now, St. Louis Blues and the uh, Nashville Predators. Uh, we've got Nashville minus 140, uh, home favorites in this game, five and a half the total uh, in this one. Uh, St. Louis finally getting a much-needed win the other night. Uh, they took care of business against the uh, New York Rangers. Really, they made the Rangers look pretty uh, bad in their own zone. I mean, turnovers were an issue. They played poorly in front of Igor Shesterkin. You know, as I said yesterday, be careful about blaming Shosturkin for the loss uh, for the uh, Rangers against St. Louis. They played a terrible defensive game. I thought the Rangers that night uh, and the Blues took advantage of that. Uh, I think when you look at this matchup, it's going to be a little bit more difficult here for St. Louis. Nashville's been pretty good at home this year. Uh, They're coming off a nice win against Anaheim, four to one, on home ice the other night. We'll see uh, if they can carry the momentum forward here to this game this afternoon against uh, Nashville. You know, I really don't have a strong feel on this one. It's an early one. Uh, you know, Saint, Both of these teams have been up and down. What I like about St. Louis, though, is that they had a four-game losing streak. They snapped the skid. And oftentimes, I like teams in this spot where they snap a little bit of a losing streak and they finally get back in the win column. A lot of times... Uh, it ends up being a situation where they get positive momentum from that and they really carry it forward to the next game. You could see that here from uh, Nash, uh, for, for St. Louis. Nashville's won three in a row. They beat San Jose 8 nothing, Dallas 2-1, Anaheim, as I mentioned, 4-1. But I like St. Louis snapping the losing streak. I'd lean to the Blues. This could be a, a draw potentially as well. I expect a close game. It's worth noting. Uh, We saw an overtime game in November with these two teams in St. Louis, 4-3 for Nashville. The last game was 5-3 in January in favor of St. Louis. Uh, But even then, it was a close game uh, for the most part. uh, And it ended up being a a late goal for St. Louis to make it a two-goal margin. But that was a one-goal game for the most part. So I lean to the Blues from a side perspective. This could be one of those games where taking the draw is also not a bad way to go here. Uh, in this one, in my opinion. Uh, Vito, let's start with you. What do you think, Blues Predators?
2: Uh, um, yeah, I think this is going to be an even game. I don't think Preds deserve this price tag, even being at home against Blues. Uh, well, I, I mean, Blues doesn't deserve this price tag. I think it should be priced a little bit more close than it's priced now. So, uh, yeah, this is definitely stay away from me game because uh, I also uh, a total is in a five and a half. I think this is also going to push over as well. A 4-2 victory for one of the teams, easy. Uh, overall, the series, this year, uh, the result is 1-1. Uh, Blues hasn't ro- lost in regulation. That's the only difference uh, uh, in this series uh, because that game went to the OT. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't have a strong feeling as well on this game. I mean, uh, Blues hasn't been generating a lot in offense lately, you know. I know they kind of bounce back the, against Rangers, and I mean, yeah, that was the game they got up to. Will they get up to this game? Well, it is a division rival game, but it's an away game and it's a branch game. And from my experience this season, I think we have talked a lot about it, that Blues are not the best team in brunch. They somehow don't wake up. And overall, the Blues are a slow-starting team. So, uh, yeah, these early games, I think definitely advantage in, is on Nashville's side. So, yeah, uh, but Blues maybe can late late in the game uh, get back in and, like, tight. And this easy can go to the OT. So I would agree with Ian. I think draw is a great look here. Don't have a strong feeling. But uh, if anything, then if you guys want to know over or under, I think this actually goes over.
1: Yeah, five and a half, it's usually over or pass for me when I'm talking in NHL, especially a regular season NHL. Playoffs is different. Playoffs, you do get it a little tighter, maybe better defensively, a little more emphasis at that end. But in the regular season, it's difficult for me to go under a five and a half, especially with what we've seen lately with a lot of, lot of overs this week. You had a nine and one. By the way, last Saturday, we had a nine and one day to the over in the sat, in the ten Saturday games. Last Saturday, nine and one to the over. So I'm not saying it's going to be nine and one to the over today with the ten games, but it goes to show you we have definitely seen a lot of high scoring uh, NHL it hockey.
2: Be, I can add quickly. I think this might also be a high scoring weekend because a lot of teams today, which play, gonna play tomorrow. So uh, I think this might be a high scoring weekend, and then maybe kind of things settle now.
1: I, I think things will settle down. I said this earlier this week, Vito. I think trade deadline is mm-hmm. when you're going to start to see it tighten up a little bit. After the trade deadline, teams have their rosters in place for the rest of the regular season and the playoffs. At that point, and that's when I think you're going to start to see some unders, or at least some more unders, and some more emphasis on uh, a little bit more defensive hockey. Scott, what do you think here? St. Louis, Nashville.
0: Uh, no, no surprise. I'm right there with you, Vito. Uh, you got a. I had a slight lean toward Nashville at home. It's an 11:30 local start. Um, I was at the game last week uh, against the Islanders where uh, St. Louis did not show up. They were, they were very flat. Um, having said that, uh, I think, I think you could see Nashville take a lot of shots. Um, I know, I think we saw Huso so confirmed. Um, so I'm I'm going to go over on the props for Huso. I see 29 and a half saves. I see Nashville generating a lot of shots. Um, also, I was, I was, I had four, two, I had four, two slightly lean toward Nashville um, if I'm going to bring up one thing here, I got the name jumped out at me. Roman Yossi um, shots prop. This guy's puts up four, two, five, seven, and one um, over three and a half, even money. If he scores a goal, if he scores a goal and Roman Yossi, is going to play half the game. He's on the power play. Um, again, I know you got who's going in there, but uh, plus two ninety five to score a goal. Put me in Roman Yossi. Um, I like him out there. Half the game, play the power play. I'll uh, see if we can get lucky with Roman Yosi on St. Louis. You got Rob Thomas. I mean, we've we've seen it before, um, jumping in for the Bushnevich spot, putting up some points. Let's see if he could score a goal. Bargain bin. I think you can get him around 390. Could double check me there, Ian. And uh, that's that's from the bargain bin. Give me Rob Thomas a score. Um, Roman Yosi's shots prop going to be a, 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 a consideration for best bet
1: the prop looks and the prop analysis great stuff and you're right Robert Thomas is one of those players that uh, for St Louis that's why they've got some of the best forward depth I think they've had in years they've got guys like that that can step up and last 10 games he scored in three of those games at uh, the last five games Robert Thomas has scored uh in uh two of the last five three of the last ten two of the last five and with the price you're getting on him plus 400 I'm seeing in some spots for Robert Thomas to score a goal you know that's worth it for a guy that scored in two of five, three of ten, you like the percentages on your side for a plus four hundred shot, in my opinion. So give it a shot. It's worth a look. And again, you mentioned the thing that I also like like to uh consider with player props. Players getting more ice time, an elevated yep. spot in the lineup. And that is no question for Robert Thomas what he's getting right now. He's playing with Terrasenko and Kairu. Uh, he's gonna get opportunities to score. Certainly points props for him as well, probably worth considering as well in this game and i've been going with those over one and a half point props with some of these uh players lately and it's been paying miller again last night cashed for me over one and a half points it's been absolutely magnificent for vancouver lately that's been automatic same with barkov over one and a half points for florida lately these have been great bets these are this is a great market to tap into play uh points props uh over one and a half because you can get all these guys at like plus 200 plus 150 Plus 250 in some cases. Yeah, you can get Robert Thomas plus 330, plus plus three forty two points or more today. Even just for Robert Thomas to get a point is minus 120. I like both of those. I think you could sprinkle on the minus 120 to get a point and also uh, the plus 340 to get two points. So, yeah, Robert Thomas in that second line center spot. Matt Duchesne, I like over one and a half points maybe for Nashville as well. He's had multi point games, I believe, three of the last four. And you get a plus price on him to get two points, plus 225. Matt Duchesne, two points or more for the Nashville Predators. So good prop game. You know, I even that's the thing I've done a lot more lately this season. If I don't love the side or total before the game, I can look at props. And I think there's some good prop opportunities here with this early game blues and predators. All right, Flyers and Hurricanes next up. We got Carolina minus 310 home favorites, six the total uh, in this one. This is the ABC game, nationally televised. Uh, At 3 p.m. Eastern today, Philadelphia definitely playing, I guess, more competitive hockey. They've taken points, you know, at least in uh, some of these games where they've, you know, gotten overtime and uh, they've been competitive. But they weren't so competitive last time against Florida. Six to three. They lose to the uh, Panthers. Carolina off a two nothing shutout win against Colorado. Very impressive. Three wins in a row now for them. Uh, We'll see if they can uh, keep, keep it going here. Uh, against philadelphia uh they played the uh, flyers uh three times this year they lost the first meeting at home bit of an upset two to one uh but after that they won in philly six three and they got a overtime win four three uh in their last visit uh to uh carolina uh i lean to the over a little bit here in this game simply because you got the uh over going five and zero in the last five road games for the philadelphia flyers they they just don't seem to have a uh be able to shut down these better teams offensively like a florida who got six against them Uh, minnesota put up a five spot uh, last week against philadelphia now look carter hart's playing a little bit better lately but again carter hart goes on the road uh, against florida and he struggles in that game and florida's going to make a lot of goalies look bad but carter hart does have a bit of a change in his performance good to bad home versus road we've seen that throughout his career. See if we see that again here. Uh, Frederick Anderson actually might return today for the Carolina Hurricanes. There's been no confirmation of goalies here for this game. It's uh, Huso and Soros by the way for the St. Louis Nashville game but in this game we don't have confirmation uh, it's been day to day for Freddie Anderson with his injury uh, obviously Antti Ronta has started the last three games and he's actually played well uh, Ranta for the uh, Hurricanes but there's a chance they say Anderson might be cleared and be in the net uh, this afternoon. We'll see if that's the case. We have no confirmation yet, but I lean over in this one and Carolina team total, certainly a consideration as well, but I don't know. I think Philadelphia if Anderson's back, hasn't started in a few games, might be a little not as sharp here early in his first start. If he gets in net. Uh, So I would, I would lean to the full game over here. Six in this one, Philly and Carolina Vito. What do you think here? Uh, Flyers, hurricanes.
2: All right, that's good. Uh, yeah, I think this is the last meeting. <clears throat> uh, yeah, it's something lagged. Uh, this is the last meeting between these two teams uh, this year. So at the moment, it's, I think, 2-1 uh, to Carolina's side. And yeah, well, uh, we have to really uh, check uh, who's going to be in the net here because both of these teams are going to play also tomorrow. They're going to be on a back-to-back. So let's see who's going to be in the net for Flyers. Let's see who's going to be in net for uh, Carolina. I think that then it's going to be a little bit better because we all know who is uh, Jones, right? This season, I think Ian knows very well. <laughs> well, be, uh, Mr. Beach ball, beach ball, beach ball, guy, beach ball guy. So, yeah, uh, I mean, then if we see Martin, Martin Jones, yeah, the number will jump to the over. I mean, I have seen a movement to the over, so maybe someone already knows that it's going to be Jones or something. I don't know. I don't know it. So at the moment, I don't have a bet on this game, but I don't think uh, Philly can stay competitive because, uh, well, uh, they had a long home stretch, and the first game against Panthers th- that was a straight away fate for Philly, I think, because after a long home stretch, you kind of know that Philly cannot get together on the road game. I mean, straight away, and yeah, they also not 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 that faster team anymore. They are like pretty ex- old guys in the team, so a team like Panthers just out out and were uh, faster than them on the ice. You know, that was easy. But uh, here today, I think. Well, also, my game might even maybe stay close here because. Carolina is not like Panthers, you know, Carolina somehow gets the lead and tries to hold on the lead, you know, they don't like um, go and just um, eliminate enemies 5 nothing or anything, you know, we have seen sometimes this season like against Bruins that time and big victories for Carolina, but usually it's like one goal games, you know, and uh, even we see Carolina, usually they don't even cover the puck line. Because the, that's the reason, because they really protect their net, you know. They don't uh, sc- uh, run there and try to score the empty net. So, usually, yeah, Caroline also is good on protecting the lead. So, on, at this price, I'm not sure if... I, I, I don't have any place on this game, to be honest. Maybe if I see Jones, def- and uh, maybe even, even Anderson or Ranted, it doesn't matter, because Anderson has not played for some time, you know. So, even he will be shaky. So, uh, yeah, I think, maybe well... <sighs> For the over also it's a little bit hard because I'm uh, not sure if Flyers can get me the goals, you know, because, yeah, canes Kane's can get four maybe today uh, if it's Jones or even a heart, I think. doesn't matter. I think Kane's like three or four goals Kane's are getting here. It depends how much Flyers are getting. If Flyers are getting two, Kane's are getting four, I think, you know. If Flyers are getting nothing, Cain's may, may, maybe are getting only three. Uh, that could be also the things here. So I don't have any string also play on this game, guys. So, yeah, if anything obviously carolina should win but yeah i'm not don't have any wages
1: on this game yeah we're gonna say that a lot from now until the end of the regular season yeah we think the big favorite should win but what are you gonna do i mean they're minus 310 you're not even getting great value with anything else regulation or puck line or anything so difficult you have to find other ways team totals first periods, stuff like that if you're gonna back a favorite in this range the rest of the way what do you think here scott
0: yeah it's a big question on the carolina goalie um What's the situation with Anderson? Um, like you said, Vito, you, know, you, you can count on uh, the Hurricanes to score. What's, what's the Flyers going to do here? Or, or, are you looking at a, at a typical Carolina game, or, or is this a game maybe where you find some value in the Flyers here? Because you're not going to lay the three-to-one price of Carolina. Um, is there any value with Philly in regulation? I mean, it depends how many goals they put up. Um, I, had, I had Flyers over two-and-a-half uh, team total. You can get that at a plus price, 125 somewhere. Um, and the only reason I even like that is again, it's a it's a question mark on what's what's Anderson going to look like right out the gate, um, and in the three meetings these teams have already played three times, um, the Flyers have put up three three and two, um, so they've been they've been right there at that two and a half team total. Again, you got to wait to see who Carolina's is throwing out in net, um, but you can count on Carolina to score. And when you and when you look at Carolina, it's uh, it's usually Sebastian Ajo. Um, I think Svechnikov is a is a nice value. You can get him plus 160 to score. He's he's a top power play guy. They go to him. Um, he's a good look on that on that top unit. Um, but maybe maybe the best bet for me on this game. And again, I'm not doing anything until we see the goalie. Uh, you can get the the Flyers in total um, three and a half three and a half at at a plus 340 price. And if flyers who are playing pretty competitive, especially against the hurricanes this year, um, take advantage of, of maybe a, a soft Anderson or, or you know the, the hurricanes looking toward the game tomorrow in Pittsburgh. Um, and they could somehow put up a four spot against Carolina, which is which I know is crazy, but it's it's kind of a weird spot for Carolina here. Um, I'll, I'll take that I'll take that chance at a plus 340 team total um for the for the flyers here who have been competitive uh and and we'll see who plays in goal for carolina
1: get over two and a half at a plus price with the flyer team total i mean it's it's not bad i mean this this also carolina off one of the monster performances and games of their regular season against colorado so yeah you really get carolina's a game it's a legit question mark here now it's national tv it's abc you think you know he should be ready to play but Easier said than done when you go from playing Colorado to Philly. The one issue I have with Philly, and it does is concerning, is the concussion suffered by Scott Lawton because he's had a nice season for them uh, offensively. You know, it's, it's in, a, in a lot of instances they've relied a lot on Giroux obviously uh, offensively, along with uh, Atkinson, uh, Konechny at times, uh, Van Riemsdyk at times. But boy, they've gotten a lot from uh, Lawton. And now he's going to be out indefinitely for the Flyers. So it definitely is unfortunate to see that because he's had a nice season, you know, 25 points, I believe he's had, or 28 points rather for the uh, Flyers. So it's definitely going to be an impact loss and it shuffles their, you know, their forward group around a little bit. We'll see if they can make do with that here. Uh, Again, no confirmation of goalies, but I'd expect Joe, I'd expect uh, uh, Carter Hart for uh, Philly and I'd expect uh Probably, I think Anderson's going to be back, but again, we don't have confirmation just yet uh, on the goalies in that one. All right, the rest of the games are at night, so we'll go to them, Chicago and Ottawa. uh, Next up, we've got uh, even money pretty much both sides in this game, Uh, Chicago and Ottawa. uh, Total right now, six in some spots, five and a half in others. So make sure you shop around in terms of the uh, total because we're seeing a split. Uh, number here with the uh, total from one book uh, to the next. Uh, I like the over a little bit here just because Chicago's that's the way they're playing right now. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks is uh, especially now with five and a halfs available at, at a bunch of books here for this game. They're not playing great at the defensive end, and not even Marc Andre Fleury is bailing them out. And obviously, they had Lankinen uh, in net the other night when they took on the uh, Boston Bruins. They ended up losing that game by a score of 4 uh, 3. I think you're going to probably see goals uh, in both directions here. Uh, Ottawa's gone over now in a couple of games lately, two of their last four. Vegas was a low-scoring game. St. Louis was a low-scoring game. But St. Louis had been kind of struggling offensively going into that loss to Ottawa. They got went over the total with Seattle the other night. Arizona-Ottawa went over the total as well. And I think for Ottawa, they're going to be able to score goals against teams that struggle in their own end. And let's be honest, right now Chicago is struggling in their own end. They gave up four to Boston, uh, three to Anaheim, six to Tampa, four to Philly three to Edmonton, four to St. Louis, five to New Jersey, five to Florida, seven to Columbus, you know, in the last 10 games that they've played. So they've definitely had uh, struggles keeping the puck out of their own net. And even in games with Marc-Andre Fleury, who's probably going to be a net tonight for them, uh, it will be Anton Forsberg for Ottawa, who's played pretty well lately. Uh, but I like the way Chicago's playing at the offensive end right now as well. They've got multiple players that are in good form. Uh, from a uh, this is a good prop game for Chicago, I think. Brandon Hagel, he's feeling it right now. I think goal scorer prop with him's worth a look uh, in this game tonight against the Senators. You look at Hagel's numbers; he scored in three of the last or two of the last five games. He's also scored in three of the last ten, and you're getting you know plus two hundred, plus two fifty on him to score a goal. You're not getting great price with DeBrinket. Uh, plus 120 in a lot of spots, but he scored in five straight games. So it's I wouldn't talk you out into it. You're just not getting a great price. Uh, Patrick Kane's been good lately. I would look at points with Patrick Kane at the moment because uh, he has gotten over one and a half points in five of the last 10 games, as well as three of the last five games. And you can get over one and a half points on Patrick Kane right now at plus 175 a pretty good price with that for a guy that's registered multi-point games recently, who's been really racking up the numbers, uh, as of late 12 points in the last five in five games in the month of March, 12 points for Patrick Kane, uh, in those games here in the month of March. So he has been very good offensively, you know, scoring, uh, facilitating distributing. Uh, and he has been uh, racking up the uh, point numbers here in the month of, uh, March for, uh, the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Is that true, JRA, that we, uh, Martin Jones is confirmed for the uh, Flyers? Let me just see. I haven't, uh, I'm haven't. i just going to go and uh, make sure because, obviously, we're hoping to. Yes, it is confirmed. According to Left Wing Lock, which is a, a reliable source, usually, Martin Jones is in that Mr. Beach ball uh, for the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. So it uh, strengthens the case of that. Now the over is taking money. I can see it. It was 6-110. I'm now seeing minus 115 on that over. People are reacting, so it uh, strengthens the case for that over uh, with the Flyers and the Hurricanes now uh, in this uh, early game. So uh, I like this. Uh, like to hear that the Martin Jones uh, is in net for them uh, this afternoon. All right. Uh, as far as this game goes, I like over five and a half. I think it's a good prop game. Patrick Kane points to Brinket to score, maybe Brandon Hagel to score for Ottawa. I think you can go with Connor Brown, maybe find the back of the net for them. A little bit of a value on that. Alex Formington has really started to percolate lately for the uh, Senators as well. If you want to value a goal scorer prop, you know, under the radar, a big bang for your buck type of prop could be uh, Alex Formington for the Sen- for the Ottawa Senators. He has scored in two of the last five games uh, and also uh, two of the last 10. But again, you're you're talking about plus 350 in some spots for him to get on the board. And of course, it goes without saying, I mentioned Hagel to score, Dylan Strome to score. He's been terrific. Five of the last 10 games. He's found the back of the net, three of the last five. And you can still get in that plus 225, plus 250 range for Dylan Strome to score a goal for the Blackhawks. So I think it's a pretty good player prop game tonight with these two teams. Uh, Vito, what do you think here? Chicago, Ottawa.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, Chicago been scoring a lot of goals. But if you just check how they are playing 5-on-5, five five, they're not gen- generating too much chances. Uh, most of their goals actually come from old-man rush- rushes, you know, when uh, it's like a turnover or something. Kaner gets the puck, you know, passes to the Brinkant or Hagel, Hegel or how you call it, and uh, he scores, you know. So most of, the, most of the goals Chicago are scoring this way. But again, uh, from the Ottawa side, Lately Oliver been playing some open hockey. I mean, it looks like every game they played it should go over. I mean the stats show that and I when I watch the games. I mean even the one game ended 2-1 when Ottawa was playing against I don't remember who, but the game should go over, but it stayed under. So yeah, I think Oliver plays a very open hockey at the moment. And uh, about this spot that five and a half. Yeah, I think uh Kahner definitely been putting up sh- some show lately, you know, and when the Canary is hot, I mean, you you can definitely rely on him getting at least two points a night. So that's two goals for your for the team. So, yeah, I think uh, I'm not playing any wagers on this game, guys. But if you would like to know my lean, I think definitely it should go over five and a half. So I, I can see this game at, like being maybe like 2-2 in the second period. And then you just have to rely on some more goals. So that's... Not that I really want to bet, you know, I kind of want to bet over when it's already done in a first or second period. But yeah, I think this game definitely is telling over. And uh, yeah, well, if if to pick the side, I mean, hard to pick the Blackhawks because they don't generate too much offense on on 5-on-5, but they're good on power plays, they're good on odd man rushes, you know, because they have skilled players. And again, Ottawa, Ottawa is a kind of hard-working team, which gets up to some strong teams, and then they play some bad teams. They don't uh, get up to those those teams, looks like. But uh, Chicago, you know how you take Chicago. I mean, if historically, I mean, Chicago with the Stanley Cup victories is a good team, right? They have some, I mean, prestige, so how you call it. So I think all of us should get up to this game. So let's see how it ends. I don't have a strong opinion on side, but I think it should go over five and a half in this game spot.
1: Yeah, and again, I, like, I kind of like the overs, too, with two teams that are uh, out of the playoffs, like Chicago and Ottawa. A lot of times they just roll it out there and uh, trade goals. You might see that tonight. And uh, by the way, 5-2 uh, and two to the over the last seven meetings in Ottawa with the Blackhawks Senators. Here's another thing to keep in mind. The Chicago penalty kill has been bad lately. They struggled, especially against Boston. And Ottawa has five power play goals for the Senators in their last four games. So Ottawa's man advantage is clicking right now for them. We'll see if that's something they can exploit. That kind of has me leaning Ottawa a little bit here, but I'm going to stay off the side because I think it's a coin flip, which is exactly evidenced by where the line is, even money, both sides. Scott, what do you like here? Blackhawks senators.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you guys. The lean is to the over. Um, This one could, could get a little crazy, even with flurry in the net. Um, the the line opened, Ottawa was a favorite. Now the, the line shows Chicago is a favorite. You can't get any more pick them than that. Um with you guys on the props there. Uh, I can't believe we're, we're still looking at Kane each and every game. It f- makes me feel old because uh I feel like he, he started when when uh with Lundquist we didn't he's still he's still going and watched every game of his career. Um so gimme Kane points. I think the shots, Kane and Debrinket, I think you'll see a lot of shots tonight. Um I don't think uh, Ottawa is going to be able to hide the the loss of Thomas Shabbat if he's not in their lineup. Um, so I, I see a lot more shots, a lot more offense. Um, on the other side, Ottawa scores, you know, I got, a, I got this written up as a five, four Ottawa win. Um, like you guys said, it might start a little slow and then the goals will come. Uh, and we'll, we'll see flurry 29 saves. I think Ottawa um, at home in a spot like this is going to, is going to put a lot of shots on net. Um, so flurry's the best in the business at these uh over over saves prop mark andre flurry if he's in the net
1: all right there we go like an uh, over saves uh mark andre flurry for chicago uh here and again shabbat uh possible that he does not suit up here day to day he is right now uh for the senators obviously the best defenseman best all-around defenseman no question about that game time decision uh right now for him uh for this game Uh, obviously he's played the last six but uh a game time decision uh, due to an undisclosed injury uh, for a Shabbat. So keep an eye on that uh, closer to a puck drop. All right, next game up is uh, Anaheim, New Jersey. We've got New Jersey minus one hundred and fifty home favorites in this game. Uh, the total six across the board. I think you can target New Jersey in a bunch of different ways. Uh, look, Anaheim's right for the picking right now. They're banged up. They're they got they're shorthanded. They've got some key guys out. They're struggling at the defensive end of the ice at the moment, and that's putting it mildly. They can't get a save right now from Gibson uh, consistently or Stolarz even. Stolarz has struggled a bit more lately as well, but really their team defense is what's been poor uh, for the Anaheim Ducks in recent games. You got New Jersey off a 2-1 home loss to Winnipeg. Uh, I think it's a prime bounce back situation. Remember, they were playing better, especially at home. You know, they beat the Colorado Avalanche 5-3 at home, came back to win that game. They beat St. Louis 3-2 in overtime. They actually outshot Winnipeg, and they've actually carried the play five straight games against their opponent, this New Jersey team. So, you know, I like the the way their game is trending. It's trending in a better direction. Uh, you look at this Anaheim team, uh, they just continue to struggle to keep the puck out of their own net. They gave up four to Nashville, eight to Chicago, uh, five to Vegas. Three to Boston, four to the Islanders, four to LA. I mean, it's been a rough stretch of hockey for the Ducks. They're just two and five in their last seven games. Like I said, who's going to be in the lineup? It's a banged up team. Trevor is questionable. The captain Ryan Getzlaf's out indefinitely. Jakob Silverberg is now out for Anaheim as well. Uh, for them, the veteran forward uh, Josh Manson, key blue liner, still on IR. Isaac Lundestrom uh, out as well for them. Sam Steele. Day to day, along with uh, Zegras. Zegras might play, but again, day to day, same with uh, Sam Steele. So, a lot of injuries right now for the uh, Anaheim Ducks. Right now, I think it's definitely a good spot here for uh, the uh, uh, Ana for the New Jersey Devils, rather, uh, to bounce back uh, and be able to uh, get uh, on the uh, uh, get back in the win column here. I'm going to probably target New Jersey a bunch of different ways here. I like them maybe early in the game to pounce on Anaheim uh, minus 130. You could even go minus a half. Uh, and uh, get a uh, plus 160 uh, on the – I might do that instead, the minus a half plus 160 in the first period for New Jersey. Uh, New Jersey, I like them to win the game, but maybe I'd go in regulation instead for the full game. I'm going to go right back to the well with uh, the uh, Devils team total in the uh, first period as well. Uh, I think that's something to consider in this game, that they could get that early uh, goal, which they've done quite a bit uh, since the all-star break there, it's laying a big price. That's the problem. You've probably got to go with, uh, no, actually I'm not going to bet that. Cause it's over minus two ten uh, with the, uh, first period over a half. So uh, I'm not going to bet that now with, uh, the, pr- the price has gone up because they're favored here in this game. So, but I do think they get on the board early. I like the devil's team total here as well. Three and a half full game. We'll definitely bet the full game, uh, team total over three and a half which you can get at plus 110 for New Jersey. Uh, I think that's the way to go. New Jersey regulation, New Jersey, first period puck line, minus half, plus 160. And I like the team total uh, over three and a half as well for the Devils tonight. Bounce back spot after losing to Winnipeg. And Anaheim defensively, they are ripe for the picking right now. Team defense struggling, goaltending struggling at the moment. Uh, Vito, what do you think here? Anaheim, New Jersey.
2: Yeah, well... I have went with over in this game, but I also wouldn't talk anyone actually off. Maybe if you want to play a money line and a puck line, like a split on Devils, it could be a very great play, I think, because uh, I can see Devils actually covering a puck line as well in this game. Uh, as Ian is telling, Anaheim is very banged up. I mean, uh, I have watched a little bit of Ducks, how they play against they a few teams. I mean, they really, the puck is bouncing around. I mean, then looks like every puck which cut is a rebound or anything, it goes to the opposition, you know. It's not that the, it's not Anaheim the D- D- man who is picking up the own rebound. It's all, always the opposition. And yeah, talking from New Jersey, Devil said, I mean, yeah, guys, it's a young team. Uh, the average age is twenty five years in that team, and uh, yeah, they are very skilled offensively. Uh, we, you all can see how they skate. I mean, the the legs are always working. I mean, the players without the puck, who who's without the puck, also are working with their legs. You know, it's very important uh, for the team. Uh, team plays good when players without a puck skate, and when players without a puck actually uh, provides themselves and get open, you know. Because as soon as the play is not going and the, like o- forwards start to not open open themselves, you know they cannot start offense, and then everything is bad. So for the Devils, yeah, I, they're they're dominating every single team in first period at home. Doesn't matter; it's Avalanche, Blues, whatever who comes to uh, comes to New Jersey. Uh, Jersey is dominating the first period. I mean, only lack of experience in defense. I mean, also, there's not a, so much experience in any gel since they're young, also a young goalie. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think Devils are putting up like four or five goals today. But, uh, but I think also, well, uh, I think the uh, Ducks are getting like two goals, so I went with over six. Kind of now I'm kind of rethinking this is uh, this one, but I don't like to rethink, you know, I have done my decision, so I think I have, have to go with that one. Day. If I would not pick the over six, maybe yeah, money line and puck line split with Devils or just regulation with Devils also as good look, look as I start to feel like I might not get anything from Anaheim, but my look is here that Devils also defensively lack experience and I mean they just now played a low scoring game. I don't think they played two low scoring games in a row this yeah. team. I mean they are they're good offensively and lack experience in D. So yeah, give me over six in this game.
1: Yeah, I probably will have a small bet on that full game uh, over six. I, I, I just target New I feel stronger about New Jersey contributing more to the scoring tonight than Anaheim. So I'm I'm more in on the New Jersey bets, the, the first period puck line, the regulation bet for the full game, the team total uh, over three and a half. But I do think the game could go over that full game as well. By the way, Blues out to a 2 nothing lead early. So I said when a team's on a losing streak, they win. They could really get some a pep in their step, a bounce from that, uh, and uh, and they've certainly shown that early. They're already up two nothing on Nashville, St. Louis after getting that. Rob, big win Rob against Thomas the did Rob <laughs> Thomas score? Uh, that's a good question. I check.
2: <laughs> we got these in goals. the in
0: in the meantime, this this devil. Uh, I, I didn't know. You
2: good, Vito? Uh well, uh, I, I'm. I guess I'm good. I wanted to add some. Ah, uh What I wanted to add. Okay, go ahead. Ron and right. Saad
1: got the goals. David Perron, Brandon Saad, but Robert Thomas and I did say maybe over one and a half points on him. He got, a, got point a good from the Second goal. Yep.
0: Yeah, we got a good start. Yep.
1: Yeah. All
0: nice. right, I.
1: Uh,
0: I got this. Um, I got this one a four three Anaheim. So a lot of what you guys were saying the, the the big question mark here is is the bounce back from Anaheim. Um, Anaheim is a team. That when they play good teams, and, and let's call the Devils a, a a good offensive team right now, at least since the All Star break, they give up a lot of shots. Um, so I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at Gibson. Uh, I'm looking at the saves props for Gibson. Uh, I can't believe we're not on the Devils bandwagon anymore. You know, it used to be automatic first period team total or first or first period over, team total over, and then full game over. Um, but lately it just with, maybe with he share out, you just, you just don't feel the same way, uh, with the devils. But I do think even though they're not scoring, they're getting a lot of shots. Like what you said, Vito, they're just dominating and putting up shots and they come in, they come in, in waves. So I'm going to look at Gibson, uh, saves prop. Uh, and again, maybe, maybe, uh, Anaheim lean toward the over.
1: There you go. Uh, lean toward the over. Look who's here. <laughs> I, got I got a special the, guest here. How are here you? A
0: Super Islander fan right here. She's been to a whole bunch of games. What, who's, who's your favorite Islander? Um, Barzy.
1: Bar-Z. Barzell. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Good answer. Yeah, and he came back, of course, for the Islanders last night. I didn't expect Yeah, now they show up. Did. Yeah, now they show up, and uh, they beat the uh, Winnipeg Jets. Nice win for the Islanders last night for sure. Uh, all right, Good so job, that's uh, Anaheim, New Jersey. All right, we'll move on now. Seattle and Montreal. Uh we've got uh Montreal minus one fifteen home favorites in this game. Uh the total six uh, sh- shaded to the over slightly. I mean, this not hate to be a broken record here, but totals-wise, over or pass for me. I probably will have a little bet on the over in this game. Sidewise, though, look, I've been Mr. Montreal lately. I've been, you know, on this uh Montreal Canadians Express and bandwagon, whatever you want to call it, uh, for the last uh several games. They've played much better. Uh, under Marty Louis in spite of you know, the last game, not so much. They lost to Vancouver 5-3. Uh, but still, they beat Calgary. They beat Edmonton. Uh, they had a good road trip overall. They played better hockey. But I don't love this spot at all. I don't like this spot at all for Montreal. They're off the long road trip. It's tricky. They're playing lowly Seattle. It feels like this could be a game where you don't get their best. Do I trust Seattle? No. Uh, but it's a pass for me from a side perspective. I'm not going to be on the Montreal Uh, seven spot like I've been on the last few games where I've gone Montreal first period team total over first period puck line first period money line Montreal full game puck no none of that tonight especially because they're favored now they were big underdogs in a lot of those games now they're favored because they're playing Seattle at home so totally different situation Totally different, obviously, price range that we're talking about here. So, uh, for me, this is not going to be a game I get involved in, other than maybe I look at the over here six. Other than that, I'm not going to get involved. What do you think here, Vito, Seattle, Montreal?
2: So How you call this in America 1 800 gambler game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We
1: talk about it uh, with the, the DraftKings promos. Yeah, 1 800 gambler. If you got a gambling problem, you may be betting this game from a side perspective. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, this game could be a problem. I mean, uh, this Kraken team, this Kraken team being on the road. I mean, it, man, if you look from this Kraken team, all they don't have this finishing touch. You know, they don't have this aggression. I mean, like they they somehow look like they are in the game every game at first or second period. They kind of keep it close and then they just like it falls off in the end. So yeah, they have lost how many games in a row? I don't know. Even I'm not I'm not sure if even they are dumping their season to get like a first pick now because Arizona is. Uh, Getting uh, past them, so I'm not sure what this cracking team is doing now. They kind of look like they're playing, but in the end, they're not really playing. They go ahead, they go, they go out, beat preds, put up 2.5, expect goals five and five, then they lose all the next games. So, uh, only way how to look at this, I mean, over. I think over is the only look for me here because uh, both teams are generating chances, both teams are letting goals in. Uh, I don't think this will be a tight game. Uh, first meeting, Kraken won 5-1 in uh, Seattle. So this is the last second meeting. I think we're going to see like, we should see like, I mean, it's Grubauer against Mountain Ball, but both goalies, I don't, I'm not too worried about here. Goalies, I mean, goalies cannot stop, I mean, bad defense or anything like that. So yeah, give me over six in this game. That's my bet here. I have placed that.
1: All right, I agree with that. It would be over six for me. There's a good prop game, too. Uh, There's a lot that I like goal-scoring-wise. I'm talking about bargain prices. Caulfield-Suzuki for Montreal, but the big one, and I cashed a huge winner with him the other night against Vancouver. He scored twice in the game. Arturi Lekanen for the Montreal Canadiens. He's playing great. He scored in four of the last five games for the Canadiens, four of the last ten games as well. And you can get still plus 400 Arturi Lekinen. Let's see if we can... Lightning can strike twice, hopefully, for Arturi Lekanen. And there are actually two props on Seattle that I like. Uh, Cali Yarncroak, I've mentioned his name before. He scored in three of the last 10 games for this Kraken team, two of the last five. You can get him plus 300 to score. And even more than that, Colin Blackwell for the Seattle Kraken, who is a guy that was with the Rangers, of course, uh, previously. Uh, and if Seattle took him in the expansion draft, Colin Blackwell is getting a little bit more uh, opportunity now in the lineup, courtesy of Dave Hackstall. Uh, He's playing up now on the third line. He was fourth line a lot of the year. He's up on the third line now. He's got some good chemistry with Morgan Geeky and Mason Appleton. Mason Appleton's actually found some scoring lately too. Appleton's a good bargain bin prop, and certainly Blackwell is right now for the uh, Seattle Kraken. Colin Blackwell, you know know the numbers? Six of the last... uh, Let me see here. Uh, Three of the last 10, he scored a goal. But more importantly, the last five games, three of the last five, he scored a goal. And Colin Blackwell is about plus 400 in the goal scorer prop market right now. So this looks like one of those great games for me to take advantage of one of my classic Ian Cameron bargain bin goal scorer prop winners with a bunch of different guys. Lekkanen for Montreal, Appleton, Blackwell, Yarncroke. For Seattle those three in particular I think there's t- tremendous value with their props particularly to score a goal tonight uh Scott what do you think here with Seattle Montreal
0: yeah uh 1-800 gambler uh if that's the <laughs> case get me in for the tie get me in for the the, the 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 overtime at 330 uh not not much to love here I was I was ready to say I wrote this up for to Seattle they play. They don't play. Um, you know, they they came back late against Ottawa, but again, it doesn't it doesn't add up for me. I'm I'm not I'm not leaning Seattle here. Um, at at Pickham in Montreal, basically. Um, if there's one thing I want to bet in this game, uh, I just want I want to see Marty St. Louis. Give me Marty St. Louis. Cover the cover the goal and a half puck line. Let's see the Canadians at home Saturday night in front of that crowd. Marty St. Louis uh, has a has a big moment there. Maybe there's some value there. Other than that, I'm I'm with you guys. Sprinkle the draw, or let's move on.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So look, the prop game for me more than anything. I will bet over six, but there's other totals I like more than this one. But I still think this one's got a sh- a shot to get up and over that total. All right, next up we've got the air the one of the hottest teams in the NHL, and I'm I kid you not, but right now they are a little bit Arizona. The Coyotes, what a week! If if the entire season was made up of this week, like Arizona would probably be the best team in the NHL right now. Uh, that's the kind of week they've had. Uh, they've been tremendous. Uh, now they try to keep it rolling here against the uh, Boston Bruins, and they're getting almost plus three hundred uh, in this game uh, as underdogs against the Bruins, who are minus three sixty uh, in this one. The total uh, sitting at six, uh, pretty much across the board. I'm going do. I'm doing it again. I'm doing the 7-0 and science experiment with Arizona again tonight in this game against Boston. The one that worked out so well for me against Toronto uh, in their last game. The one that I also used a couple of times with Montreal when they played Calgary and Edmonton on that road trip where we just went every which way betting on that team for that game. And I'm doing that again here with Arizona. Uh, we're going to go with everything. The same seven. We're going to go full game over. Uh, We're going to go first. That's the first bet. Full game over for me in this one. First period, we're going to go with plus a half, minus 120. Puck line, Arizona. Plus 225, money line, Arizona. Arizona to score a goal in the first period, a.k.a. their team total in the first period, over a half, minus 120. Same bets in the full game. Plus one and a half, plus 120, puck line, full game. Plus 300 in that range, plus 290, full game, money line. And the full-game team total, uh, Arizona, uh, over uh, 2.5 here uh, in this one as well. Uh, That's what I'm going – and plus the full-game over. So those are the seven bets. Yeah, and the over 2.5 is plus 150 team total here for the uh, Arizona Coyotes. So uh, it is a game where I'm I'm just getting involved right now uh, every which way on the Arizona Coyotes. Seven bets, the same seven I took against Toronto. Uh, Arizona, first-period puck line, first-period money line, first-period team total over. Arizona, full game puck line, full game money line, full game team total over 2.5, and, and the full game over 6. There we go. Not, this is, a, again, no disrespect on Boston. Uh, Boston, obviously, is a capable team. Swayman's played better in net, but Swayman has given up some goals the last few starts uh, for them. So keep that in mind. He's been good overall, 8-1-1, 1.67 goals against, 940 save percentage. But he gave up four goals to Columbus, and they won. And they gave up three goals. to He gave up three to Chicago, but they won. They scored enough for him uh, in those two games. And the Coyotes have something going offensively right now. Uh, you know, Clayton Keller's been Nick Ritchie has even scored for them. Galchenyuk's chipped in. Jacob Chikrin is a great prop for this game, player prop-wise, points to score a goal. He's on a little bit of a goal-scoring sp- uh, splurge as well jacob chikrin as he showcases what he can do prior to the trade deadline he's got five points in the last two games four goals in the last two games back-to-back two goal games he's registered two two one three two uh, a total of 10 points in the last six games for jacob chikrin the blue liner for the coyotes so you got to believe i'm taking him over one and a half points at a big plus price same with nick schmaltz for arizona who continues to produce score goals Uh, get the points. It's a great prop game. Schmaltz points, Schmaltz to score a goal, Chikrin to score a goal, Chikrin points over one and a half, uh, and Arizona in all those different fashions. Vamelka is the big question. How's he going to play? He can look great one game. He can look awful the next. It'll be Vamelka in net tonight for uh, Arizona. We'll see how he plays. Uh, He didn't have to do too much against Detroit. They gave him nine goals in that last start that he made in that 9-2 win, so he didn't have to be You know all that spectacular, considering the goal support he got. Uh, But how will he fare here against a better Boston team? Is a question. So uh, there we go, Arizona. First period, full game, puck line, money line, team total, and the full game over for me. Let's see if I don't even want seven and zero. Seven? I don't expect. I don't bet all these and say I expect to go seven and zero. Of course not. Give me a give me a four two and one like I had with Montreal against Vancouver. You know, give me a five and two result even a four and three result with these seven bets. I'll take it. I'll be happy, but I think we got a chance to be at least profitable with these seven plays uh, with Arizona and the full game over tonight. Vito, what do you think here? Coyotes Bruins.
2: Yeah. Looking uh I understand where you're going here over. Definitely. Well, uh Coyotes been putting up some goals lately a lot, but uh from what I'm checking, the Coyotes, uh they put up, a lot of expected goals, five and five against teams like, well, they played well against Jets, but that was, uh, in the end of February, they put up like 3.2 expected goals in that game against Jets. But, uh, and then they played Avs. Let me check. Uh, yeah, they played well against sense against red wings. Those, there's no good defense in that things. Leaves. Leaves is not the hardest team to play against. I mean, uh, everybody loves to play against Leafs. I think they love to play pretty hockey. So, uh, not sure how these, uh Coyotes, everybody is high on these Coyotes. I understand they're scoring, but today they're going to play Bruins. Well, also Bruins, to be honest, their de- defense is terrible. Matt Greslick, is, is, is he still out? Well, I don't know this actually, but he's still out, right? So yeah, if he's out, I mean, yeah, Bruins' de- defense is not good. I mean, guys, if if Chicago can score to anything, can score on them. They had some pretty okay road trip. Yeah, Grizzlick a...
1: actually coming back tonight, it looks like. Grizzlick is going
2: to be back for the uh, Bruins okay, that's tonight. important for Boston. That is. That is, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you know, uh, Boston is pretty, well, usually okay. In the, this is a hard game for me to handicap uh, because uh, Boston is still a great club. I mean, this price definitely is not, a, I'm not looking at the site here. This is just ridiculous. But also, I'm not sure if this goes over straight away because uh, <laughs> maybe it stays under this game. Uh, I'm just like the first meeting ended 2 1 in Arizona. Boston won. Uh, lately, yeah, Arizona been scoring. Uh, but this is Boston team, they play a little bit better than the uh, sense. I mean, uh, Ottawa, uh, Red Wings. Yeah, it's I don't have a hard, uh, big uh, opinion, guys, on this game, to be honest. Uh, I don't think Bruins also are like big favorites and uh, obviously covering the puck line, but I can also see maybe Jols will be regressing in this game, to be honest. So, I'm just staying away.
1: All right, stay away for Vito uh, in this one with Arizona and uh, Boston. Uh, Robert Thomas has gotten you on the board, and he's gotten you two points already. There you go. Scored the third did. goal for the Blues. Uh, Robert it's just Thomas. It's
0: too easy, Ian. They're print. They're printing money for us, Ian.
1: And over one and a half points. And I, did I bet it? No. I, I, we've been on the uh, – how long? It's just too easy. Come on. I didn't get it in. I I, I was going to, and then I realized, wait a minute, I'm doing the show. I, I've had to do the college we're basketball. Just, we're just getting started. Morning. We're That's just okay. getting started here. There's gonna be money to be made later I just hope it's a lot someone of games to ahead to yeah <laughs> all right Scott go ahead what do you like Arizona Boston
0: hey uh Arizona right what, what, what can you say all things coming up Nick Schmaltz. uh I'm, I'm with you right there I think they're driving the offense they're feeling it uh, maybe there's some value here uh I, I, I look I look to this I look to the saves in Swayman I look to the saves and Swayman. and maybe they don't score like they've been scoring, but I see Arizona and, and Grizzlik, whether he plays or not, they're the, the, the Arizona's coming and 22 and a half saves. If, if I got that number, right. Seems, seems really low for me. I know Boston as good as they get defensively um, tight to the vest, you, you could see Boston just do their thing. You know, they just seem to kind of show up and do their thing, but I see Arizona getting the shots on net. I see uh, Chickren, Schmaltz, point props, goal props if they if they come. Um, but I like Arizona shots. 25 and a half shots. If you can get Swayman 22 and a half saves, I mean, that might be best bet material for me.
1: All right. There you go. Liking Swayman to be busy and active tonight for Boston over shots, maybe for him, saves. Uh, for him tonight uh, against the uh, Coyotes. Duchesne has just scored for Nashville. So there's another one I kind of said, maybe Duchesne over points, one and a half. And uh, we already got two from Thomas. Now we just need one more for Duchesne. So, again, I didn't bet these because I'm an idiot and I don't plan ship very well ahead of time. Like I should have set aside time to get these in, knowing it was a 12.30 p.m. Eastern game. But did I do that? No. Uh, but I hope someone listened and bet them. Uh, but that's okay. We've got lots of good props. We've mentioned there's a bunch in these. Yeah, you're, you're doing
0: you're doing how many shows a day? I, I, I you were on there till 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 the college basketball schedule ended, and uh, that was a that was a great appearance. Um, yep. In ice Biddy. guys in ice guys, nobody calls you Bobanos. I, I never every five seconds was uh, was was Bobanos, and uh, you didn't get a chance to put a pick in.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh it was 100% true and I'm uh trying to finalize all the college bets first and foremost today uh and then turn then turn the attention to hockey but that's okay. At least I'm giving you at least the mind was in the right place with some of these with Thomas with Duchene uh in this early game so I'm happy about that. Uh, all right, so there you go. That's Arizona Boston. Let's go to Detroit and Calgary now. Uh next up, Calgary Flames minus 3.50. Home favorites here against this uh, just this awful defensive team right now that is the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, the total six and a half uh, across the board. I mean, guys, what can you say about Detroit? I mean, this is just completely falling apart on, at the defensive end of the ice for this hockey team. They, they can't keep the puck out of the net. It's terrible right now, Detroit. I mean, it's just awful to see this team's level of defending at the moment. It's non-existent. Uh, and look, Nedeljkovic—is he playing very well right now? No, uh, he's not. Uh, but the defense in front of them is the worst part. Uh, you're seeing them look at these last several games for my goodness. They gave up the 10 spot against Toronto, five against Colorado, three against Carolina, three against Tampa, six against Florida, the nine against Arizona in that debacle earlier this week, Uh, better effort against Minnesota, but they still give up five goals uh, prior to losing six, five in a shootout uh, to Minnesota. So this team's just awful in the defensive end right now. Uh, it, Calgary's team total, the problem is it's four and a half instead of three and a half. You can probably still take it over four and a half. In fact, I'm going to do that, and I almost never bet Calgary or bet any team total over a four and a half. Three and a half is about usually as high as I go, but I'm going to make an exception here. I don't know how Calgary doesn't score five against Detroit right now. They're an absolute shit show at the defensive end. The penalty kill is atrocious. They've given up three, five, six, seven power play goals, in the last five games. Oh, and by the way, they're facing a Calgary team that in their last seven games, they've connected with the man advantage seven times. So you talk about a power play for Calgary that's scoring, a Detroit penalty kill that's struggling mightily, Uh, and I think this is a game where Calgary can get five goals. I like over four and a half. I'd lean full game over two, but do I want to trust Detroit uh, to score against Calgary? I'm not sure. And they just lost Robbie Fabry for the season. Terrible news for Detroit. He had been playing well. He had scored three Goals in three straight games for the uh, Detroit Red Wings prior to his injury uh, against Minnesota the other night. And now he's out for the season. So very, very unfortunate news for him. Uh, Robbie Fabry out for the year. Uh, That's disappointing. Uh, We'll see who's in net for Detroit. Do they go back to Nadelkovic, whose confidence must be shaken with just the horrible defending in front of him? Or do they go to Thomas Grice, who to be honest, when he was in there, he wasn't very good uh, the last time we saw him in net. So, Uh, Full game over, I'm I'm certainly not betting Detroit games under. I'd lean full game over, but maybe better, safer to target Calgary here uh, over four and a half in this one. You could even be bold here and go with Calgary first period team total. You could get Calgary's first period team total in this game over one and a half plus 170. So think about that price a bit. Can we get two goals from Calgary in the first period in this game against this Civ Detroit defense right now, I think it's very possible. So as much as I like over four and a half full game, it's tremendous value, I think, st- staring you in the face here. Calgary team total over one and a half, plus 170 in the first period here tonight against Detroit. Uh, what do you think, Vito? Red Wings, Flames?
2: Oh, this is completely a stale off, off as well for me in this game because uh, simply because Calgary is playing apps also tomorrow, I think that's a game, big game for them. Uh, they won last time in Colorado. This is going to be a second meeting tomorrow. So yeah, uh, we're gonna uh, have to wait and see who's also been in net. It uh, might be Vladar today since it's a back-to-back tomorrow. So yeah, uh, I think we have to wait here and see. I can definitely see Flames getting to the five goals, obviously here, but I don't think I'm laying that. I'm not sure, what, what Red Wings can bring to you. So, uh, but yeah. Well, uh, as i say stay off from a for me game i uh, obviously flames are the favorite here but i can see also it somehow maybe has something for three something like that for the flames yeah could be so i'm just staying away since it's just because i don't like this game and i don't like the odds here nothing to play here to be honest guys yeah from a props perspective for since there's many guys out for red wings i'm not sure if they're even getting some goals today you know so it's hard to look. For the props for Red wings to be honest. Yeah, you can check something from flames in this case. I mean definitely good draw scored the hat trick against Tampa. So uh Lindholm Lind- the same guys as Linholm. I mean Tofoli also has been starting to score. I mean maybe you can watch on Tofoli. Maybe he continues to score since he's a new guy. But yeah, anyways not not as I don't have anything much to uh, uh to offer not offer but like like to yeah to say my opinion about this game because Oh, just not there, flames play after the next game uh day. There's better games today on the slate for me to play. That is the one issue for Calgary. A huge
1: game with Colorado tomorrow night. And that's that's a big game. But is Detroit good enough to take advantage of maybe a look ahead spot for Cal I don't know. I just don't think they are. I think they're just horrendous defensively right now. Everything that you look at with Detroit, it's breakdowns, it's odd man rushes given up. It's just total, total collapse in the fr- in front of the net. Uh, in front of their goalies. Like they're just way too many people given time and space to do whatever they want in the offensive zone against Detroit right now. And I'm not sure even maybe a look ahead to Colorado, the showdown tomorrow is enough for, to, to help Detroit uh, tonight. And by the way, Calgary won five straight meetings against Detroit. And actually, if you look at the – now, again, they haven't played in a couple of years against each other head-to-head because of the COVID-19 issues the last couple years. But the last three meetings in Calgary, between the Red Wings and the Flames. Calgary 6-3 win, Calgary 6-4 win, Calgary 5-1 uh, win. And they scored five goals or more in all three of the last three games that they host in Detroit. And now they play Detroit at their absolute lowest level of confidence defensively uh, at the moment. So even more reason to like, I think, the over 4.5 maybe for Calgary team total. And don't sleep on that team total over 1.5, plus 170 in the first period. For Calgary as well, that's pretty good value. Scott, what do you
2: think, you think? Yeah, that uh, could be a good look.
1: Yeah, Scott, what do you think? Detroit, Calgary. Uh,
0: who who knows with this game? It's it's one of those. You know, you could, you could just see Calgary taking care of business. We've thrown around the term that, that if there's one team that might be a giant killer, it's these Red Wings. But not now. Not gonna not gonna bet on them the way they've looked. Um, anything in this game, I'm looking Calgary team total in game. Maybe you get a little bit of a slow start. You watch that team total come down. It becomes a good value when they get to, um, what, what would Alex say? Wait, wait, wait. Five, ten minute increments, and then and then check that. Team. And if it looks good, they're bringing the offense. Uh, Nedeljkovic, you know, you'll you'll see what you get uh, if he's in net. Either way, seven and a half shots uh, for Calgary. That's a lot of shots. Um, I I don't know if I'm if I'm looking anywhere near that number. Uh, but the only reason I bring that up is is for for handicappers who have really kept a, a watch on those shots on goal props. A uh, thirty seven and a half was unimaginable. December, January, it was not even close. Uh, the the handicappers have caught up, um, and and this year. In general, the increase in in shots on goal, it was there. The handicappers have caught up. If you can get 25s and 26s, I would look at them. Uh, But you're seeing Calgary 37 and a half shots. Um, Just something that the league has really changed in the style of hockey. and, And you'll see it from where they really cut back on calling the cross checks in the corner, interference in the corner the game has changed in, in that regard and it's bringing the shots and the offense um, and 37 and a half shots, man. If you told me back when, when these two teams met in October um, Detroit, Calgary, I would say that's an automatic Calgary shots over. Give me the Delkovich saves over uh, 37 and a half. Um, it, it's just, it's just amazing where, where these lines have come just in a few short months. So no value here. Look Calgary team total in game one prop guy, um, no surprise, Johnny Hockey. Uh, I saw over point a point and a half plus one thirty six. Right. Um, yeah. And Ian, you can you can better back me up on on who's around him and and why Johnny Hockey is who he is. So, here you go. You got Detroit, the Civ shit show. You got Johnny Hockey at home on a Saturday night. Let's see if he can get a couple of points at a plus price.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not as big a plus price as some, but it's still a good price for what he's doing right now. Plus one forty in that range. Johnny Goudreau, uh over one and a half points. Uh, tonight, absolutely. He had three points against Tampa. Hattrick, all three of them were goals. Two points against Edmonton. Three points against Col- at Colorado. Uh, two points against Minnesota. I mean, he's registered at least one point. Uh, he's on a, a seven-game point streak right now, uh, Gaudreau. And multiple games, he's had at least two. So I'm with you there. Johnny Gaudreau over one and a half points for sure uh, for the uh, Calgary. This could be a good point. Over one and a half points, you can go with Gaudreau. You could go with uh, take your chance with Toffoli. Uh, I think he, you know, a prime goal scorer like him could have a big night here. He scored four points the last three games. He had two against Edmonton, point in the last three games. Lindholm, it goes without saying, he could hit over one and a half points tonight for the Flames as well. Good over one and a half points prop game, I think, for Calgary. Obviously against this uh, very this much struggling Detroit team right now. So definitely going to sprinkle something on Lindholm, Toffoli, and Goudreau. I think those are good to look at here. Uh, in terms of uh, over one and a half points for the uh, Calgary Flames tonight in this one. All right, New York Rangers, Dallas Stars, Dallas minus 135 home favorites, uh, five and a half the total shaded to the under. Uh, I think there's a great spot for the Rangers because uh, Gerard Gallant kind of, you know, read them the riot act after the St. Louis game, basically saying, how could we play like this? Igor Shesterkin is there night in and night out for us. And we we respond by being there for him like this hanging him out to dry against the St. Louis Blues, which is what happened. Do not think for a second Igor Shosturkin was bad in that game. If you didn't watch the game, you're going to see, oh, look at that loss to St. Louis. He got pulled uh, off night for Igor Shosturkin. Couldn't be further from the truth. They were absolutely brutal in front of him, the Rangers in that game. Turnovers, uh, mistakes with the puck, bad coverage in front of the net, not taking anybody out, uh, not even uh, closing down time and space in the, in the zone it was everything for the uh, Rangers in that game against St. Louis. And that's now back-to-back games where they've not been pleased with how they have played in front of their goaltenders, Georgiev in the game against Minnesota. Uh, and then of course the loss to the uh, blues. I like this spot here for the Rangers. And look, I've made some money with Dallas lately uh, and they've uh, put some money in my took them against Minnesota last Sunday, best bet on the show against the wild. Um, they're playing some good hockey. They're playing for their playoff lives. But I think they're playing a Rangers team that's not happy at all with the way they played the last two games. They know they hung their goaltender, Igor Shesterkin out to dry. And I think they show up here tonight and make amends for it. Keep in mind, Miro Haskinen is still out for the Dallas, one of their better defensemen. Uh, that's significant. Rangers, by the way, 6-1 and one in their last seven games after a loss of three or more goals. So they've been good in these situations, trying to bounce back here. Uh, after a bad game, and I think they do here. I like the Rangers, plus 115 in this game. This might be a game, too. Team total, Dallas, uh, under two. I, I don't bet a lot of team total unders, but team total under two and a half for the Dallas Stars at a plus price. I think this is just Sterkin bouncing back after getting pulled. It wasn't his fault, but he's still a guy that's probably not happy about you know getting pulled in that game, uh, and I think uh, they're going to bear down defensively, make it tough on Dallas, They'll play better in front of them after Gerard Gallant basically uh, called out their defensive effort the other night. And I think they uh, keep Dallas to two goals or less. And I like the Rangers here, plus 115 uh, in this one. Uh, Just, it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense that you're going to get, I think, the best from the Rangers tonight after these last two games. Vito, what do you think? Ranger stars.
2: Yeah, well, stars, even they have played some good hockey. I mean, they had some victories. Their expected goals are not great. I mean, they're not generating a lot of offense. I mean, they're getting goals in power plays, maybe some shots there and back, but they're not like generating super good chances a lot in the games. I mean, Robertson been scoring some individual individual goals also. So yeah, Stars are definitely is not a look for me here. I don't think they are like super good team. They love to play a lot uh, around the boards, you know, somehow. And uh, then some, they, they win like 2-2 two, two games, 3-3 three, three games, always these kind of games. You know, I think... The stars team depends on luck, more or less, you know, because uh, h- how it's going to be luck on any given night, that's going to be the end result. If Ottinger is going to have a great game, they're going to win. If Ottinger is going to have a bad game, they're going to lose. So, yeah, in this spot, I mean, I think it's going to be Shish yeah, versus Ottinger. I mean, which goal is going to be better? That this uh, that team will win. And since it's uh, not in the pick since since like, Rangers are like an underdog here, I think the right yeah, move is to go with the Rangers here. Because even if Dallas is great at home, I mean, uh, still hockey, you know. But uh, ah, only another one more thing, maybe. If you look, guys, uh, Dallas is on a huge rest here. So, rest advantage, definitely, I think, a little bit for Dallas here. But, uh, yeah, if anyways, I mean, I think the price uh, tells you to take Rangers here, with stork in the net. I'm staying away from this game. I just don't want to play this. I have different bets today.
1: All right, uh, Scott, Ranger stars.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: as the saying goes, Dallas at home. Um, I know it's a bounce back for the Rangers. Uh, as an as a loyal Islander fan, and again, you try to bet with your money, not your head. I just don't want to believe the Rangers are that good. I, I I know what you're saying about the the coach reading them the riot act, and it's Igor Shesterkin. Um, they gave up five to Minnesota. They gave up six to St. Louis. I, I just don't think you walk into Dallas and and turn it around in Dallas. Uh, you know what? Call me crazy. I want I want to go. Double puck line, Dallas at home, maybe five two
1: six three. Wow, double puck line here. So, uh, liking uh, the uh, Dallas uh, Stars here to uh, take care of business. And look, they're they're in good form. Dallas, kind of fortuitous. You're right, they're ex- a little they're quiet ex- at
0: home. I mean, they they don't lose at home. I mean, maybe once against Colorado, you gotta you gotta look back. They're just a different team at home. Yeah. I trust them at home. I don't trust the Rangers. Um, if anything, if anything, you know, Shesterkin is a twenty nine and a half safe prop tonight. If he no. does stand on his head, he's going over 29 and a half saves. Um, and and like you said, Vito Ottinger as well. I mean, expect a, a high shot out of this game. And I think the goals start slow and then and then they start coming unless unless you know Igor does what he does. But I don't want to believe he's he's the he's gonna do it tonight in Dallas. I don't think they're ready for it. Um, so let's uh
1: let's call me crazy. I got plus three forty on the double puck line, Dallas Stars at home all right dallas stars liking uh, them to take care of business and uh, that's why this game's fascinating because we do have a very good rangers team off two bad games in a row you'd expect the best from them but they're walking into a dallas team that's like played well lately no question and have been good at home all year so great matchup there rangers and stars uh, and,
0: and also ian you got pavelski just signed that contract right do i got i got that right they just they just re-upped Pavelski. So give me give me that line. Hints, Pavelski, and Roberts. Robertson?
1: Robertson, yes, of course. Robertson's always even though I like the Rangers. Yeah, give me tonight, give me Pavelski,
0: Hints, and Robertson.
1: Yep. How do you not take uh Robertson to score a goal? Even at plus one forty, plus it's not the greatest price, but hard to ignore that. And Ryan Strome, by the way, for the uh, Rangers, he's been finding the back of the net lately a little bit more, and you can get plus three fifty for him to score a goal. I think it's I think Lafreniere kind of Gallant said they need a little bit more from him the last uh, after the last game, too. So I think that young kid will respond, too. Maybe Lafreniere worth a look for the Rangers, maybe to find the back of the net tonight uh, against Dallas uh, as well. All right, we're down to the last two games on the slate. Los Angeles Kings, San Jose Sharks. Los Angeles minus 130 road favorites, five and a half the total in this one. Uh, obviously, uh, L.A. losing to San Jose in overtime, 4-3 at home. Uh, Just a Thursday night rematch now in San Jose. I like the Kings here, minus 130. I think they bounce back and they win uh, here tonight uh, in San Jose. I'll I'll dare the Sharks to uh, beat this team a second straight time. The one concern is San Jose's done well historically and recently against the LA Kings. They really have played this team well. Uh, And I don't think they can afford to lose two in a row, though, the L.A. Kings. They know these are important games uh, in the standings uh, in the uh, Pacific Division, which is turning into one hell of a race. By the way, and Ottinger confirmed goalies in that Ranger stars game. As far as this game, uh, apparently Aiden Hill has been cleared from his injury uh, and slated to return and be in the net tonight for San Jose. So Aiden Hill hasn't played since January 22nd. His numbers are they're decent but they're not great. 2.78 goals against, 901 save percentage. 9 and 12 is record uh, overall. Hasn't played in a while. Uh Kings I think bounce back. Kings I like them off a loss. Uh find a way here to get the uh, job done. By the way, the Kings do have some injuries though. Walker on the blue line, Edler on the blue line, Drew Doughty's questionable with an upper body injury and Victor Arvinson remains out with a lower body injury and is week to week, but I still lean to L.A. here. I I don't think they're going to lose two in a row to the San Jose Sharks. And I'll take my chances that Aiden Hill is not sharp. He hasn't played in a month and a half. It's a lot of time to be out with an injury, sitting on the sidelines. Uh, I think you're going to see maybe the L.A. Kings be able to uh, find some offensive success tonight. As far as goal scoring props, I'd go back to the same two that I've been looking at for a while now for L.A. Uh, That's Adrian Kempe. Uh, for the Kings. And that's also Trevor Moore, who is a guy that has benefited from a move up the lineup, playing on the second line with Athenasiou and Dano. That line's been great. Hell, you could even look at Kaliev, who's now on the top line with Kopitar and Kempe tonight. You could give Dano a look, goals and props. You could even look at Athenasiou, who's really percolated uh, offensively the last couple games for the Kings. So this is a good game with a little Athenasiou, a little Dano, a little Kaliev, a little Moore, Kempe. Sprinkle around a bunch of different King props tonight. That's what I'm going to be doing uh, in this game. Uh, Vito, what do you think here at Los Angeles, San Jose?
2: Yeah, for me, it was actually pretty easy here to take uh, Los Angeles Kings. Uh, and I know all this stuff that they are not played well against Sharks and so on. The Kings are just better uh, team this season. And also the last game, if you look at the expected goals, uh, if you look at five on five, especially Kings almost won by a goal. I mean, it was yeah, so that's a lot. I mean, if you look at the full uh, full strength, then yeah, with power plays together, both teams ended like three point five. But yeah, on five on five, Kings is a much better team. You have to take in consideration that was first game for Kings uh, home after that East Coast road trip. So uh, yeah, uh, Sharks maybe catch them on that one on some, uh, maybe it's, uh, that, that means they took some penalties. I mean, the Kings, you know, because of that draw trip. So I think this will be a little bit different, th- uh, game here today. Uh, the Sharks are leading the series two nothing this year. It's a division rival game. Uh, Kings have a little bit rested, uh, rested now two days, right? So I expect Kings here to, uh, win in regulation. So I have taken Kings, uh, plus 125 in a reg, uh, to beat the Sharks team. I mean, we're going to see Adam Hill. He hasn't played for a long time. And uh, Kings playing well, great hockey. So, yeah, uh, revenge spot, another thing. I mean, I love to play those revenge spots, especially when uh, the team, which is better, is the team getting revenge here. So give me Kings in Regulation.
1: All right, Kings in Regulation at an even better price, a plus price there on that for uh, Vito. Scott, L.A., San Jose?
0: Not much here. Uh, lean toward L.A. Uh, no Victor Arvidsson, no Drew Dowdy. Um, but again, not going to put the money on San Jose. Maybe look in-game T total for L.A. Other than that, that's a pass.
1: All right, good stuff there. All right, next up, we've got uh, Tampa Bay and Edmonton. Final game of this uh, Saturday slate. Uh, Tampa Bay minus 150 to minus 160 even in some spots here uh, as uh, road favorites in Edmonton. Uh, the total in this game currently a uh, six and a half shaded to the over uh, right now between these two teams. I'm reluctant to go against Tampa here in this spot. They're not playing well. Uh, they haven't played well the last couple games. The Calgary game wasn't great. The Winnipeg game was terrible. It might have been one of the worst games I've seen Andre Vasilevsky play uh, in a very long time for the, uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning against Winnipeg uh, earlier this week. He looked totally off this game, uncomfortable, fighting the puck, giving up goals through the five-hole. It was the works for Andre Vasilevsky in that game. He did not play well for the Lightning but now the Lightning are off two losses in a row. How often do they lose three in a row? Long-term, historically, not very often. Uh, and they're sitting probably in a in a spot where you're going to get their – you would presume you're going to get their best. Is Edmonton good enough to take advantage of a struggling Tampa team? I don't know. They did beat Washington 4-3 in overtime. Uh, it looks like Miko Koskinen back in net tonight for the uh, Oilers. You'd expect Vasilevsky to be in net here for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. Uh, but it's just one of those things that long-term Tampa Bay is not one of those teams that when they're off two losses in a row, like the likes of which they've had that I like to bet against them in spots like this. I just don't like to go against them in these type of situations. So right now, this is probably going to be a pass for me. I'll probably look more toward player props uh, in a game like this, like think point, think Kucherov, think Hedman, think points, like uh, think about those players from a prop standpoint, that those are the guys that probably drive the bus tonight for Tampa Bay, uh, as they like to snap this, uh, as they look to snap this uh, two game losing streak here on this Western Canadian road trip. Uh, Vito, what do you think here, Tampa Bay, Edmonton?
2: Yeah, Tampa being on a uh, on the road trip and they're going to still be on the road trip. I think they play tomorrow as well. Uh, are the goal- I was checking if goalies, I think goalies is not confirmed yet.
1: Koskinen That's- for Edmonton confirmed, but it should
2: be yeah. Vasilevsky for Tampa, I would think. It should be, yeah. So Elliott then going to play tomorrow, I guess. Uh, so yeah, I think, uh, Tampa, but we can rely on this game. I think Tampa will get you the four, four goals i made in here because, uh, yeah, well, Tampa is off a loss here of two losses and, uh, yeah, they've been generating definitely chances. I mean, this is Tampa team and, uh, for the Oilers, Oilers play kind of strange, you know, so I don't think their defense is good as everyone says after the coaching change. I don't still think they're still being allowing some chances. Okay. They played a little bit better against the Caps. And uh, maybe against the Flames, it also was a low-scoring game. But against the Canadians, they allowed 2.33 expected goals, 5-on-5. Five five. They basically lost it. And against the Blackhawks, it was an even. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I don't think Oilers can actually win today, this Tampa team. I think it's going to be a close one. I don't have a strong opinion. I mean, over is at 6.5, I, how I remember, right? No, yeah, yeah, 6.5, you see. So, that's will be two too. Uh, if anything, if it would be a 6, I would go over in this game. Because I think both teams will get goals. Now, when it's 6.5, I think Tampa over 3.5 goals is the play in this game.
1: All right. Liking the uh, team total, veto here. Tampa Bay team total uh, over 3.5, minus 120. That might be a decent bet. Uh, Koskinen's been better uh, lately for uh, Edmonton. I will say that. Koskinen, if you'll actually look at his last uh, few starts in net for the uh, Edmonton Oilers, he gave up three to Washington. He gave up three to Calgary. Uh, you know, he, he's, he's been a little bit better lately. We'll give him that. The five goals Montreal scored, it was Mike Smith that night for the Oilers. Uh, he gave up, he did give up four four in an overtime uh, against Chicago. That's the one game he gave up more than three goals, but he shut out Philly, he kept Florida to three. I mean, he has been better lately, so it's not, to me, a shoe-in that Tampa's going to for sure get to four goals. But from a spot perspective, you know, John Cooper's been more and more vocal these last, especially after the last game, that we just need a little bit more punch. And there's Duchesne's two points. There you go. He got a point on the uh, power play goal that Nashville just scored to make it 3-2. So,
2: yeah, the props were good.
1: Yep, the props were good for us. uh, Scott, you too. Uh, The props were very good for both of us in that uh, St. Louis-Nashville game that we started off the show with talking about. So,
0: No better feeling in the world. No better feeling in the world than cashing a sports betting ticket. And here is. we are. It's not even not even 145 on the East Coast.
1: Yeah, that's the great thing about the props. You don't necessarily good, good always stuff. have to wait till the end of the game to cash it. Uh, it can happen, you know, first period. Yeah. It can happen winner, second Winner, winner before period. dinner. Yeah, exactly. Winner, winner before dinner. Absolutely right. So a lot of action. Action-packed golf, uh, golf uh, fest early in the day here with the uh, Predators and the uh, Blues uh, in this yeah. first game of the day as we uh, wrap, uh, just about to wrap up this show. Scott, what do you think here at Tampa Bay Edmonton?
0: Yeah, a lot lot going on in this matchup. Uh, uh, Like you said, Ian, Tampa Bay after a loss. Um, As an Islander fan, it's extra salt in the wound. Vasilevsky and the Tampa Bay Lightning after a loss, just insanely good. Why are they so good? Defense and shot blocking. Um, Puck possession. um, They don't turn the puck over. Uh, and, and we all know the old saying, turnovers are like uh, ex-wives. If you have a lot of them, they're going to they're gonna cost you a lot. So uh, a Tampa controlling the puck, getting it week. deep. That's my, oh, I thought you'd like that. So anyway, uh, why are they so good? Uh, they, they control the shots. They control the, the puck possession. And Edmonton, if I have this right, 34 and a half shots, I'm going under 34 and a half shots tonight. I got Tampa after a loss. Uh, like you said Vita, this this should be a low scoring game this should they, they should have total control of of edmonton without Nugent hopkins um it's it's tampa um from a prop side you already mentioned Kucherov. on the other side um ian you could you could check my stats here evander kane you know when, when he signed with edmonton we, we we ran that bandwagon for a little while and it worked out very nicely um he he's been shooting the puck um, so may- maybe if you're if you're gonna go Edmonton under shots um, or or Vasilevsky over saves, um, you might want to look at Evander Kane as uh, as maybe a little hedge there because he's he's firing the puck at will. I like Tampa after a loss. I got this one written up four one three one, but again under shots for Edmonton.
1: All right, good stuff. Um, by the way, Hyman over two and a half shots on goal minus one twenty for Edmonton. Seven of the last ten he's gone over that so. Uh, something to uh, consider there uh, for shots on goal prop. By the way, there's some other bet, bet bargain goal score props for Tampa that might be worth a look. Uh, sprinkle on a couple of these or uh, smaller bets on uh, some of these. Perry, plus 300. Uh, he scored four of the last 10 games. Um, Sergachev, three out of the last 10, and you can get plus 700 because he's a defenseman. And But he scored in three of the last 10. He's been joining the play a lot more lately, jumping up in the rush plus 700 for him to score a goal. You know, you could just a couple bucks on that, and it'll pay so well uh, if he ends up cashing in. And Alex Kaloran as well for Tampa as of late, a little bit more punch from him uh, offensively, uh, and you can get plus 225 on him to score a goal for the Lightning. So a couple of nice little uh, suggestions there in terms of uh, player props uh, for this game. Great stuff with uh, Vito and our special guest, Scott, did a great job. I like that he brought a lot of great prop analysis and insight uh, with him as well. Great stuff. We'll get the best bets and wrap up the show uh, in just a second. Thanks to everyone for watching the show live on YouTube. Hit the like button. Uh, on the way out if you haven't done so already we appreciate it and a reminder DraftKings Sportsbook are great partners here with the Ice Guys and the Hockey Podcast Network Uh, the NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles hat tricks and big wins as the action rolls on DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NHL is your shot to win big two new customers can bet just one dollar on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win that's right a bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you If DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, You still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 years of age or older. Restrictions apply. Uh, see draftkingscom sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. Download the DraftKings app. Sign up for an account. Use the promo code THPN. All right. Best bets to wrap up this Saturday uh, edition of the Ice Guys. Uh, Vito, we'll start with you. Uh, what do you like for a uh, best bet?
2: Yeah, I think give me that over in Canadians and cracking game over six.
1: All right, Seattle-Montreal over six, uh, best bet for Vito. Scott, thanks for joining us. Did a great job. We'll have you back on later this season for sure. What do you like for best bet?
0: That's an easy one for me, Robert Thomas to score a goal. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Give give me Swayman over 22.5 saves. Thanks for having me.
1: All right, Jeremy Swayman, Boston Bruins over twenty-two and a half saves, goalie uh, saves prop for uh, Scott with his uh, best bet for this uh, Saturday card. My best bet is going to be, you know, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with New Jersey team total here uh, tonight over three and a half, uh, plus one ten, plus you know it's even money, it's plus one ten in a lot of spots. I think the Devils get to four goals. It's a good spot for them after a loss to Winnipeg. They got shut down in that game, but prior to that, this team has been scoring goals, especially on home ice. I think they get to four goals against the Anaheim Ducks tonight who have just not been very good uh, in their own zone lately. Uh, New Jersey Devils team total over three and a half, plus 110 uh, for my best bet for this Saturday NHL slate. That'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Hit the like button. Those of you watching on YouTube, a reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. Uh, Someone asking in the chat, just before we wrap up, do you bet the uh, American Hockey League? No, just because I don't have as much time to follow it. Once in a while, if there's some bit of info I find out, someone's going down to the AHL and it might affect the outcome Maybe I'll, I'll bet it, but just that's once in a while. Alex B. Smith, our colleague, will bet a little bit of AHL from time to time. Uh, but again, for him, it's just uh, occasional. It's not uh, every day that he handicaps that. But good question. Appreciate it. Uh, great stuff. Scott, great job. Vito, as always on the weekends, you did a great job. For Vito, for Scott, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Saturday. Uh, enjoy the games and good luck. And Vito and I will be back with you tomorrow on Sunday, uh, noon Eastern, Uh, for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by the Hockey Podcast Network.